As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to Friday Travel and Cruise Industry News on this, the 21st day of July, 2023. Coming to you from Bedford County, Central Virginia area, right near Lynchburg. It's been a really busy morning for me today, folks. Uh, not without a little controversy, uh, which we'll get to that here shortly. Today's lead story is a nine-month-old medevac. Now, that starts the controversy. Not so much about the nine-month-old being medevac, but the way I spelled medevac. Hot Air Tom has taken me to task saying, Ugh, that doesn't look right. Well, I didn't think it looked right either. So this morning when I was writing the story and putting everything together several hours ago, I went looking and checking and a couple news services spell it V-A-C-E-D. A couple other services and the services are reputable news sources. Uh, others spell it B-A-C-K-E-D. So Hot Air Tom and I have decided we need Dennis uh, to tell us which is right or wrong or neither. It just doesn't look right to me or Hot Air Tom, but C-K doesn't look right either. And maybe there's no such a word. I don't know. I'm taking medevac and turning it into a vowel. Anyway. All right. Other than that, we've got a whole bunch of other stories today. Carnival clarifies the priority boarding procedure. That's down in Galveston. Diamond Princess Cruise canceled. That's over in Japan. We got some weather updates, of course. The Norwegian Joy has some enhancements. I've got some interesting thoughts about that. I, I did some pondering this morning. World War II bombs in Kiel, Germany, Harbor. Stena Ferry Fire. Didn't we just talk about a ferry fire from a Stena Ferry? Explorer 1 finally delivered. And then we had a, a another delivery almost simultaneously today. Hawaiian airline flight delayed by 30 hours. 
and lots more live here at 11 o'clock today. It's going to be a busy show, folks. Today is National Junk Food Day. I got no problem with that. Uh, as soon as I have a, a really important phone call right after the show. So I probably I will be a few minutes before I do this, but I have no problem at all with going out, jumping in my car and going to uh, McDonald's or Burger King or one of the lovely fast food, junk food places of your choice, Hardee's, KFC. I mean, there's a bazillion of them. But anyway, um, the one that's closest to me is Mickey D's, so I'll probably go to Mickey D's uh, to celebrate the day and drive through and pick up a burger and a Diet Coke or something. If you're listening via the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net. Or wherever you get your podcasts from, all the big guys, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn, and any of them. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News, and up pops the fat guy. Uh, There's always a a link in the description of the podcast if you ever want to access the video feed. Uh, There's a link that's in the description of the podcast, so you can do just that. You can always go back to the podcast if you want. So, all right. If you haven't done so already, smash that thumbs up button. Appreciate that a lot. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. Uh, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or I go live. Uh, I talked yesterday that I had mistaken the night before. I thought I would hit 4,000 subscribers. Well, it didn't happen until last night. So I'm at uh, 4,010, I think it was, uh, before I um, went on the air this morning. So. That's a good thing. Uh, We like that a lot. So I'm heading now. I'm heading right to 5,000. I'll get a thousand new subscribers by tonight. Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. It would be nice if it would, but that's the next stop is 5,000. So, all right, the top story today, folks. has to do with the medevacking. Uh, and I'm not sure which is the proper spelling. So um, I don't know if Dennis is here or not, but hopefully uh, Dennis is with us and can, in fact, uh, clarify the confusion. All right. A swift and well-coordinated emergency response resulted in a successful evacuation of a nine-month-old British citizen from the cruise ship Morella Explorer. 
The operation was carried out by the Coordination Center for Search and Rescue at Sea, which includes the Maritime Safety and Port Management Authority in Kotar, uh, Montenegro. The distress, distress call was received at 2.35 a.m. when the cruise ship was 19 nautical miles away from the in, entrance to the Bay of Qatar. Realizing the seriousness of the situ, situation, uh, they were immediately activated, they immediately activated a rescue operation. A highly trained crew on the rescue boat SAR-1 was dispatched to the Gulf for the emergency medical evacuation. Simultaneously, the Operation and Communication Center 112 and the Institute for Emergency Medical Assistance was alerted. Following the protocols and taking utmost care, the emergency intervention team facilitated the safe transfer of the baby and accompanying personnel to the Lustica Bay Marina for medical assistance. By 4.23 a.m., the rescue ship had successfully evacuated the baby, its parents, I'm assuming its parents, two companions from the cruise ship and proceeded toward Lustica Bay Marina. With the help of the fire service and medical staff, the baby was safely handed over for further medical treatment by 4.40 a.m. The Morella uh, Explorer is currently on a seven-day round trip um, from Corfu in Greece. There has been no further word on the condition of the child, uh, nor has there been any information on what caused this. Was the child sick? Did the child crawl off a balcony? I, we, I don't know. We don't know what happened. There's been no information at all. But at least we know that the child was safely evacuated to the hospital, got to the hospital. All right. The next story is, you know, I sailed a couple times from Galveston last year and absolutely loved Galveston. But before I get to that, let me remind you that the uh, Scoot Around and Will Power Chair are in the middle, middle of the Disability Pride Month sale where you get 9% off site-wide site -wide through July the 31st. Uh, you browse their amazing selection of mobility scooters, electric wheelchairs, regular wheelchairs, walkers, and more. Save on products site-wide until the end of the month. Just use the code REC2023, and you get 9% off on any mobility devices. Shop online, or you can call 1-844-664-7467. Use SRN one 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 three seven. So, all right. In response to guest concern about priority boarding in Galveston, Texas, Carnival Cruise Line brand ambassador John Heald has reached out with clear instructions about where the designated priority boarding lines can be found. Now. I've never done priority boarding myself. So, uh, you know, I'd be a little confused on this too. Due to the, this is uh, John Hield said, due, due to the uh, space outside both terminal buildings with 
a quite narrow veranda area by the doors entering the buildings, Galveston has a slightly different setup from other ports. As guests approach the terminal entrance in Galveston, curbside agents verify each guest's boarding pass. If priority is printed on the pass, the guest is directed to the on-time boarding lane, not the priority lane. Regardless of the arrival appointment they may have selected. Inside the terminal building, the on-time lane splits in uh, splits up, and all priority guests are directed to a single line noted VIFP Diamond, VIFP Platinum, Suites, and Faster to the Fun boarding. Each of these groups enjoys the priority embarkation privilege. Uh, after guests have successfully had their identification verified and passed the security screening, three separate priority lanes are available depending on the type of priority boarding a guest has for the cruise. Diamond and uh, Platinum loyalty guests share one lane, while separate lanes are also available for sweet guests and another lane for faster to the fun guests. These separate lines help expedite the check-in process for each group. Why is this such a big issue? Galveston is trying to get everything lined up and working smoothly for the upcoming Carnival Jubilee to debut in Galveston in December. It is important that the embarkation process be clarified and work flawlessly. The new ship can welcome 5,374 guests at double occupancy and up to 6,600 passengers when fully booked. And for her inaugural season, many guests with priority boarding passes are sure to be on board. At the moment, Carnival Breeze, Carnival Dream, and Carnival Vista are currently home ported at Galveston. By now, it seems the signage at the Galveston terminal may be somewhat unclear and guests may not realize that the on-time line is further split inside, so they'll be able to join the priority embarkation queue. So that's what's going on in uh, Galveston. So, all right. The next story has to do with comes from Princess. That's a terrible picture. Uh, Princess Cruises notified guests booked on a 2024 Japan voyage that their sailing has been canceled, leaving limited options for disappointed cruisers. The cruise was part of a spring series of voyages ranging from five to 19 days but the impacted sailing will now be a charter cruise instead. Ah, man, I hate them doing that in the middle of what some's being promoted. Cruise guests booked on the 19-day Southern Islands and Sea of Japan voyage on Diamond Princess, due to depart in the spring of 2024, were told that Princess Cruises will instead charter the full ship to an unnamed group. The notification says that the book guests will receive a refund of all monies paid 
within 10 to 15 business days, refunds will be made to the original form of payment. The line issued notice to guests for the May 16th, 2024 departure, which was to operate round trip from Tokyo. Uh, there is an option to rebook on a later cruise if guests are willing to and able to adjust their travel plans. Princess Cruises suggested that guests consider an alternate, uh, alternate 18 day Southern Islands and Sea of Japan, a similar itinerary, also aboard Diamond Princess and round trip from Tokyo, departing on June 22nd. Guests who wish to rebook to the June date were asked to contact the cruise line or their travel advisor. The June 22nd itinerary does not include four ports scheduled for the canceled cruise, including Aomori, Sakata, Toyama, Sakiamento, all in Japan. Two new ports on the alternative itinerary have been added, and that would be Kokushima and Akita. The notice was also sweetened um, with a financial deal of $50 onboard credit per statement. That's not much of a financial deal, Princess. Give me a break. All right. I'll be back with a look at the weather right after a word from one of our network sponsors. All right, let's take a look at the weather today, folks. First out in the Atlantic, dawn continues west-northwestward. The center of tropical storm dawn was located about 1,050 miles west of the Azores. Dawn is moving uh, toward the west-northwest about nine miles an hour this morning. And this motion is expected to continue over the next day or so. A turn to the northwest and then the north is forecast over the weekend. Uh, maximum sustained winds are 50 miles an hour with higher gusts. Little change in strength is forecast during the next couple of days. Weakening is forecast to begin later this weekend. Tropical storm force winds extend outward about 60 miles from the center. The estimated central pressure is 1,002. So that's down a little from yesterday. All right, the uh, yellow X uh, down there almost due south of dawn in the central tropical Atlantic, an area of low pressure located several hundred miles west-southwest of the Cape Verde Islands is interacting with a tropical wave to its east and producing an elongated area of showers and thunderstorms over the eastern and central tropical Atlantic, while environmental conditions uh, appear marginal due to dry air to the north. Some slow development of the system is possible through early next week as it moves westward across the central tropical Atlantic. Uh, formation chance for the next 40 hour, 48 hours is low at 10%. For the next seven days, comes up a little bit to 30%. Still, <coughs> not gangbusters. All right. Out in the Pacific, 
A new tropical depression has formed, expected to be short-lived. At 2 o'clock Pacific Daylight Time, the center of tropical depression 4E was located about 990 miles southwest of Baja, California. The depression is moving toward the west-northwest about 10 miles per hour, and this emotion is expected to continue with a slight increase in forward speed. A turn to the west is expected in a day or so. <clears throat> Maximum sustained winds are near 35 miles an hour with higher gusts. A little change in strength is forecast during the next day, followed by gradual weakening. The system expected to become a remnant low over the weekend. The estimated pressure is 1,006. Same thing was yesterday. It would be nice if by the weekend, all this goes away. We don't have any weather for a while. I'd like that a lot. I hate doing weather reports. All right. Norwegian Cruise Line announced significant changes and enhancements to the Norwegian Joy. Their third largest cruise ship, while the vessel undergoes dry dock in January and February of 2024. One of the biggest changes will be the addition of a new spa and thermal suite, something the breakaway class ship has lacked since its launch in 2017, as it was originally built for the Chinese market. Some other enhancements will include new cabins, uh, including spa balcony staterooms with direct access to the thermal suite and spa, and an expansion of the Vibe Beach Club, the popular and exclusive adult-only sun deck with padded loungers and hot tubs. Mr. Bucket List will want to jump all over that one. Uh, other breakaway ships with a Norwegian have a spa and thermal suite at the front of the ship on Deck 17, which is currently where Haven's uh, Horizon Lounge is located. To make room for the thermal suite on Norwegian Joy, the cruise line will use the space currently used by Galaxy Pavilion, the ship's VR, that's a video game, gaming and entertainment area. This deck, 16 aft space, will provide passengers with a more centralized area and plenty of space to relax. The thermal suite will be complete with heated tile lounges, saunas, a snow room. What? Steam rooms. I like that. Aromic showers and decorative waterfalls or some extra ambiance. There will be some features in the thermal suite new to Norwegian passengers. Wait till you hear this one, especially you ladies as well as including a bio station with IV drip therapy, excuse me, which provides nutrient injection infusing essential ingredients straight into the body? I don't think so, for me. Additionally, a shallow pebbled stream will provide guests with neap, Haptic foot therapy as they walk across the surface 
between hot and cold foot baths. Wow. The Vibe Beach Club is an adult-only sun deck on the Norwegian cruise line ship that carries an extra uh, fee and allows a more exclusive experience. The laser tag arena on deck 20 will be removed to make room for the beach club. Well, Mr. Bucket List, you're losing one of the areas you like to gain more of another area you, you like. The space will have a similar look and feel to the Vibe Beach Club on Uncord and Bliss. So that's a good thing. This one has a, I'm a little concerned about, however. Part of the ship's observation lounge. Now, that's, we used the observation lounge a lot on the Joy Cruise. Will be used for 24 new balcony cabins. I mean, I know they can't take the whole observation lounge out. That's too uh, busy. I'm figuring they're going to take one half of it out to one of the hallways. You know, there were two long hallways on down either side of the ship to get to the observation lounge. I'm thinking they're going to take one of those out is, is my guess. So that when you get down to the end, you know, the, the big thing where the bar is and all that seating and stuff, you'll only have one way into that instead of two. And then they'll put the new cabins in. On the other side, I mean, I don't, I'm guessing at that, folks. That's not anything that I know, purely guessing. Uh, so hey, we'll just have to wait and see. Norwegian Joy Dry Dock is scheduled from January 22nd through February 12th of 2024, giving the cruise line three weeks to complete all the enhancement. After completing your dry dock, Norwegian Joy will resume sailings with an 11-day transatlantic from Southampton to Miami. Once back in Florida, the ship will offer seven-day round-trip Caribbean cruises. In the summer of 2024, Joy will move to New York for a series of Bermuda sailings. Now, here was my pondering thought. I mean, I, you know, I find some, a whole lot of, of issues with what the, the, I don't like the thought of them doing intravenous anything. I mean, that's just me. They're not going to do it to me. I really liked the joy. But as I've gotten back and thought about it, did I like the joy because of the ship? Or did I like the joy because of the people I was with? Justin and I, of course, hosted a group of solo uh, cruisers who were so much fun. Uh, we all got together so well. We did all sorts of stuff, whether they were excursions or meals or uh, birthday celebrations or whatever. Uh, meeting at bars. Uh, it was It was just a terrific group to be with. So I got back and think about it. Wow, did I really like the joy that much or did I just really like the people that I was with? And then that made the joy seem fun. I, you know, could you be on a bad cruise ship? But if you're with the right people, who would care? The right people. 
But I did like the joy. But I, when I thought about it, was the food great? Yeah, no, it was okay. You know, I had a couple really good meals. Um, I didn't have bad meals, but it wasn't anything to write home about. It was good. Um, my service was great all over the ship. Um, I was able to do excursions that I've never been able to do, which was fabulous for me. But I think the bottom line was that I loved the joy because of that gang of people I was with. I'm just saying. All right, the next story, folks, has to deal with our friends over in Germany. In Kiel, Germany, an important day is approaching as authorities prepare to defuse two, count them, two Second World War II bombs in the Kiel Shipyard Park. The operation is scheduled for Sunday, that's the 23rd, of course, and will involve evacuating around 9,400 residents and uh, 5,200 households make it one of the largest evacuations in recent years. On the designated day, extensive closures will be in effect around the Werft Park in Kiel to ensure safe handling of the discovered uh, aircraft bombs. The diffusing uh, process uh, is set to start about 1 p.m. with evacuation measures and road closures commencing slightly earlier, notably Verstrovic, and Ulstring will experience uh, partial closures uh, in the districts uh, of Gardenost and Ellerbeck. Crews guests planning to board the MSC Fantasia at the Osterferhofen Cruise Terminal are advised to allow extra time for potential traffic delays. Road closures closures due to the evacuation and bomb disposal efforts will lead to longer travel times. So just letting everybody know that there could be some problems around Kiel this weekend. I mean, you know, I realize that there are, and this is probably not something so terribly unusual for the folks in Europe, but it is for us in America because I mean, Europe's a place that got bombed during World War II, you know, not over here. So we're not used to that. So this was really, to me, it was a startling story um, this morning. But anyway, a good luck to all involved. And I'm sorry all those people have to be evacuated for disposal of bombs. Okay. Thank you, Amanda. All right, the next story today is Stena uh, Cruise Line. Or Stena. Sorry. Oops. I'm killing Amanda's, stuff. <laughs> Amanda's bringing me Sorry. breakfast. Amanda's bringing me breakfast and knocking things. She's worse than the cats. Bringing me breakfast and knocking things down on the desk. All right. Um, Stena, Stena Ferries. This one bothers me, folks, because wasn't it just a couple weeks ago we had a... a a story with another of Stena's ferries being on fire. Stena Line's ferry, Stena Superfast 7, caught fire in Belfast Harbor on Wednesday. Crews from Northern Ireland Fire and Rescue were scrambled to Victoria Terminal 
on West Bank Road. Uh, according to the Irish Sea operator, a small fire, fire had broken out on a backup generator aboard Stena Superfast 7. Luckily, no passengers were on board at the time. However, the fire caused delays to the day's sailings. Well, I guess a spokesman for Stena said the company can confirm that the small fire broke out at an emergency generator room. Um, and as, uh, as it was prepared to sail at 1130 from Belfast Har- Harbor to Carnion. The fire was quickly extinguished by Stena line crew. Emergency services were alerted as a precaution. Wow. Unbelievable, folks, that they would have another ferry fire. Maybe they need some regulations in the ferry business. All right. Finally. Finally, the much-delayed delivery of Explora Journeys Explora 1 took place at Fincontieri's Malfonconi Yard. Explora 1 was scheduled to set sail at the end of May, but this was pushed back to July 17th and later to August 1st due to safety concerns over its fire-resistant paneling. We had a story about that a couple weeks ago. The ship's naming was to have taken place in Chivinovecchia on July the 8th. Uh, investment uh, in, in the new ship amounted to more than 500 million pounds with a total investment plan of $2.5 billion for four ships on order. The handover ceremony was intended by Gianluigi Aponte, founder and chairman of the MSC Group. Pier Francesco Vaga, executive chairman of the MSC Group, uh, Pier Berto Poggieri, and representative of MSC's construction team, with managers and uh, workers from the shipyard. So, Explorer uh, Two is being built by Fincontieri's. Sestri Ponente Yard and is due to enter service in August of 2024. Now, about the same time, Meyer Verf delivered Silva Nova, the first in a new class of Silver Sea cruises uh, from uh, M. Shaven, Netherlands. Royal Caribbean Group President Jason Liberty joined uh, several folks from Meyer Verf uh, for the uh, handoff. So, good for them. Got all kinds of new stuff going on. All right, this was kind of a distressing story. We've had stories like this a lot lately. Hawaiian Airlines flight from New York to Honolulu was delayed by more than 30 hours this week, leaving passengers stuck. Crews reported an odor during a cabin check before the flight's Tuesday departure from JFK International Airport, uh, which prompted a maintenance inspection of the plane. A Hawaiian spokesperson said 
in an email statement. The odor was caused by an oil link in the aircraft's auxiliary power unit. Troubleshooting of the issue uh, continued into uh, yesterday, causing our flight crews to exceed their maximum number of legally allowed duty hours and requiring them, requiring them to return to the hotel for rest. The originally scheduled flight was to leave at 10 a.m. on Tuesday and departed yesterday at 6 p.m., 30 hours late. Wow. Ah, it would be nice if somebody could get the airlines and all this business straightened out. All right. That ends the news portion for today. I'm sure somebody is fussing at me in the uh, chat room. Hot Air's here. Joanne's here. Cindy's with us. Thank God it's Friday. Yeah, I agree, Cindy. A morning all. I'm out food shopping, listening while I shop. Well, Katie, don't buy too much. It's almost time for you to come home. Elizabeth, or, yeah, you're still up there, aren't you? Yeah. Elizabeth is with us. Buena Diaz from the sunny rooftop. I'm going with Medivac, Meta, Med, M-E-D-I, V-A-C apostrophe D. Ooh, I like that one better than any of the news sources used. Huh. Hey, hot air, does that that one uh, meet your approval? I kind of like it that way. Medivact. Medivact. Anyway, Nikki's here. Good morning. How about helicoptered off the ship? I agree. Hot air laughs at Nikki. Elizabeth, that at least looks better. I See, I agree. And I did not disagree with hot air. Tom telling me that looks wrong. It looked wrong to me, too. Yo-yo Brooklyn in the house. Hey, Eddie. Anyone want to see a video from my last contract on Diamond Princess? I have a video of the Champagne Waterfall taking a tumble. I will send it to Chile uh, if anyone wants. Yeah, I remember. We've, we've had that before. The uh, All the glasses that came down. Yeah, that was something. Uh, yeah, send it, and we'll we'll do that Monday. Uh, everybody's saying yes. Everybody's saying yes, please send it. Okay. Uh, Joanne says, R in here. Hell no to spot fusions on the trip. Boy, I agree with that, Joanne. Como estas? Eddie, oh, how are you, Eddie? I have to think when you're throwing Spanish at me. Uh, so, uh, everybody's speaking back and forth. I will have my French cousin and her two young sons arriving here at the house tomorrow from Rome. They're French cousins from Rome. Uh, that one's a, an interesting uh, fact. Steve's with us out in Kentucky. Hey, Steve. All right, that's going to wrap everybody up. I've got a very important phone call here in about uh, five minutes. So 
I'm going to get off of this of this show for today. Thank you all for being with me again. Hit the thumbs up. Appreciate that. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything. Helps the channel out a lot with our growth pattern. Uh, and, uh, you know, hit the bell notification so you'll know when I go live or when a new video is posted. All right, that's it for today, guys. Uh, have a terrific weekend. I'll be on if something happens over the weekend. If not, I'll see you Monday, same time, same place. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a great weekend, everybody. See you next time. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply.